Music just in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. I'm back. I'm back. It's been so long. But boy, am I glad to be back. We have a very big show for you today, obviously. Lots of goings-on. The political world, the international world. White genocide. Yeah, we're going to cover all of it today. Take your phone calls and show you quite a few videos from the weekend. Big thanks to everybody who... You know, the crew and, and Chase Geyser uh, making up for my absence in the last week. Of course, I'm back, but in about a week or so, God willing, I will be having a baby and we'll be gone again. So let's make this week really amazing, shall we? We'll open up the phone lines and take your calls about any and all topics that may be on your mind today. Like I said, we have a lot to cover, so let's just get into it. Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Monday, the 3rd of April, 2023. Trump to fly to New York for court surrender amid tight security. Former U.S. President Donald Trump is set to fly from Florida to New York City on Monday ahead of his scheduled arraignment relating to hush money paid to a porn star before the 2016 election as security tightens in Manhattan. Apparently, they're shutting down all of the streets. And yes, Trump is the first former U.S. president to face criminal charges. He'll be arraigned, fingerprinted, and photographed at the downtown Manhattan courthouse on Tuesday. His lawyers have said that he will enter a plea of not guilty. And we'll get into this, but just so you know. No, they they didn't get him on the election rigging. They didn't get him on the coup. They didn't get him on the sedition or being a traitorous Russian agent. Even the affair with the porn star, the affair wasn't illegal. The payoff uh, wasn't illegal. No, the labeling of the payoff apparently was a misdemeanor which should have expired by now the statute of limitations is up a lot of things wrong with this case the primary one is of course the egregious overreach of the judicial system as they act in a political sphere we'll get into it trump can't get into it because here's a report from Infowars.com, Manhattan judge to put gag order on Donald Trump. The legal team representing former President Trump reportedly expects that the Manhattan judge will put a gag order on him as the case awaits trial. Can't have him out there you know, talking about this political persecution. Then people might know about it. Just no end to their overreach. Uh, meanwhile, tragedy across Middle America, 32 dead as tornadoes torment from Arkansas to Delaware. Residents across a wide swath of the U.S. raced Sunday to assess the destruction from fierce storms that spawned possibly dozens of tornadoes from the south and the Midwest into the northeast, killing at least 32 people. Really incredible images of devastation from those and our prayers go out to the people who were affected by that. Lots of cleanup still to do. Meanwhile, Tom Rins posted this on Twitter. Breaking news, the lobbyists for the Cattlemen and Pork Associations in several states have confirmed that they will be using mRNA vaccines in pigs and cows this month. So already, despite the fact that more and more information is coming out about just how dangerous, indeed deadly, these vaccines are, they are fast-tracking them into the meat. So there's that. 
uh, all all things everywhere will be contaminated in a truly biblical level plague of incompetence and medical criminality. Again, we'll get into that later in the show. Vancouver Police Deputy Chief appalled by online criticism following trans rights rally. Uh, this weekend, there was a trans right rally in, uh, rally in Vancouver where a counter protester was assaulted and then laughed at by the police. And the thing that is ups- upset the police deputy uh, chief is how people are talking about it online. The assault did not offend him. The behavior of the police laughing at the assault victim, no big deal. It's the people talking about all of that other stuff. That's the real issue. We need censorship, obviously. And finally, we have this. Here we go. Saudis to cut oil production by 500,000 barrels per day until the end of 2023. Oil prices to soar at least 6%. And this is just yet another indication or yet another advance of the collapse of the American hegemony. And there's more to talk about. Stay with us. It's Monday, April 3rd, year of our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is The American Journal. Thank you so much for being here with us. Infowars.com, band.video. Whether you're watching us online or Rumble or any of the other bootleg streams or hearing us over the radio. However, you've circumvented the censorship and found your way to this forbidden information. Welcome to the resistance. We have a lot to talk about today. Of course, lots lots of stuff going on. Good Lord, a lot of stuff going on. What a week to not comment on the news. What a week it's been from the, the trans shooting to the Douglas Mackey indictment facing 10 years in prison over a meme that lots of people shared, actually, people on the left and the right, only the people on the right getting indicted for that. Very similar to what's happening with Donald Trump, and that'll be our first story here. We'll, of course, open the phone lines for your calls. Marjorie Taylor Greene was also featured on 60 Minutes last night, and we'll show you some choice clips from that production, and that they're incredible, actually. So we'll talk about that. Uh, But I guess let's begin with a statement from President Trump himself. Of course, today he will supposedly be flying to New York to surrender himself. That's a story from Reuters. Trump to fly to New York for court surrender amid tight security. Former U.S. President Donald Trump has had to fly from New York to Florida City. uh, (laughs) I'm sorry, from Florida to New York City on Monday ahead of his scheduled arraignment related to hush money paid to a porn star before the 2016 election as security tightens in Manhattan. Apparently, they're shutting down uh, whole city blocks there in Manhattan. The specific charges included in the grand jury indictment have not been disclosed. Tuesday's arraignment marks Trump's first appearance in court and in front of a judge in the case. And we'll get into we'll get we'll get very into this. Don't you worry. But let's begin with a statement from President Trump himself. Clip number nine here. President Trump has recorded a video for his supporters responding to the indictment. Not even fake news has seen this. Let's go now to. Uh, Former President Trump. We are now officially a third world country. No president in the history of our country has been subjected to such vicious and disgusting attacks. But they only attack me because I fight for you. It's very simple. They can't buy me and they can't control me. And that scares them beyond belief. 
Since the very beginning, I've shunned the globalist special interest donors who have made a fortune off of destroying our country. Instead, our presidential campaign has always been funded by grassroots patriots like you. Your contribution today will show the left that nothing can destroy the greatest political movement in history. This is the greatest movement in political history. There's never been anything like it. Even the fake news media, when they hear me say that, they can't challenge it because it's true. And you think about what we did in 2016. And then we did even better by many millions and millions of votes in 2020. But the election was rigged and stolen. But now we're going to take back our country in 2024. If you're doing poorly because of Biden's disastrous policies, don't even think about making a contribution to our campaign. You and your family always come first. Our movement is about making your life better and putting you first. So I don't want you to incur any financial costs that you can't afford. But if you're doing well because all of the things that I've done have brought you wealth and prosperity, or at least you're extremely comfortable, it would be really great if you could contribute to our campaign. You know how to do it because they're going to have billions of dollars fighting to make this a communist country. And that's what they're doing. They skipped socialism. They, the train didn't stop at that station. In just a couple of years, our country is going to be richer, stronger, and greater than ever before. But that's only if we win in 2024. Otherwise, our country will continue to fail. Our country will be a disaster. Together, we will make America great again. It's a statement from uh, Donald Trump there about uh, fundraising, I guess, off his uh, indictment. But uh, it's already working. Poll after indictment. Trump lead in GOP grows to 30 points. News of an indictment has boosted former President Donald Trump's polling numbers among the GOP primary candidates and has not dented his lead over President Joe Biden, according to an internal Trump campaign poll. President Trump received a significant increase over his opponents in a full field and one-on-one primary election ballot test, while his decisive lead over Joe Biden in a general election ballot test remains the same. Pollster John McLaughlin of McLaughlin & Associates wrote, so of course he's doing a lot better from this. I think he'll do even better once the uh, mugshot comes out because they are going to be photographing him. They are going to be fingerprinting him. Just again, I mean, the number of things that are ridiculous about this are numerous, but you can hear all of those on uh, Fox News. Let's talk about what uh, this is really about. Obviously, this is this is the strange thing. You cannot look at the history of Donald Trump and the way that he's been treated by every organization in this country with any power from the political sphere to the new uh, non-government organizations to the media itself you cannot see the history and the timeline that we've been over and think that there's any legitimacy to this whatsoever it's obvious that they're desperate they're grasping at straws the thing that they've eventually landed on that they can illegitimately indict him over is hush money being mislabeled Hush money's not illegal. The affair wasn't illegal. May not have even happened, according to Stormy Daniels herself, multiple times over and over and over again throughout the years until now it became convenient. And then suddenly it happened. And, you know, all that happened here was that she was threatening Trump with blackmail for negative press, right? This wasn't a rape, right? This this wasn't a, a some sort of illicit activity that he was covering up. It was 
potentially pretty bad press if she, you know, changed her tune and instead of denying the affair, you know, actually said it happened. And so she blackmailed Trump. So what they got him on was essentially paying off a blackmailer, was essentially being extorted. That's his crime. His crime is being extorted and then paying the extortion money and not labeling it extortion money, I guess, is the issue. Of course, we haven't seen the actual arraignment yet. Uh, That will happen later today, I believe, or at least uh, by Tuesday. Tuesday, he'll be in front of a judge, as far as I understand. He will be flying out of Mar-a-Lago in Florida at noon today. Trump will leave Mar-a-Lago on Monday at 12 noon to head to Trump Tower, New York, ahead of arraignment. President Trump Sunday evening said he'll leave his Florida residence on Monday at noon to head to Trump Tower. Uh, And, of course, this is just obviously election interference. I mean, all the talking points about this are cliche because they're true. It is a DA-backed, or a Soros-backed DA that is an absolute radical. He has presided over the biggest increase in crime in New York City in several decades. He has downgraded more than half of the felonies in his district to misdemeanors in order to expedite the process and let the criminals off the hook without gaining any justice. All the stuff that that you have to say, right? This was a misdemeanor whose statute of limitations expired a long time ago. Whether the DA that is prosecuting this even has jurisdiction is up for debate as it should technically be a federal crime, if anything. But of course, the federal courts already looked at this case and dismissed it. There were also civil cases with Stormy Daniels that were unanimously decided in Trump's favor. I mean, nothing about this is legitimate. And also it comes at the tail end of innumerable attempts to frame Donald Trump with something, whether that's being a Russian agent or trying to stop Ukraine from getting weapons they impeached him over or initiating a coup and seditious activity on January 6th to all of the myriad accusations of rape and sexual harassment and all of this stuff that has dropped absolutely flat, in addition to the, you know, making a phone call to the uh, Georgia Secretary of State during the election to ask them what the hell is going on there when you have the vote counting suddenly shut down in the middle of the night and then start up secretly without anybody watching, only to have the outcome of the race completely flipped by the time everybody wakes up. You know, he asked questions about that. So they're also trying to get him on that. Oh, and also the documents that were found in Mar-a-Lago that they're trying to launch lawsuits on as well. Like when you see just the overwhelming number of things they're trying to get Trump with, it's obvious this is not some criminal mastermind that's just getting away with everything. It's an innocent man who they just won't leave alone. And we'll get more into it on the other side. Don't go anywhere. There is a war for the future happening right now. There is a war that will control my destiny, your destiny, our children's destinies. And that war is something that we can win, but it takes dedication, it takes commitment. That's why I ask listeners respectfully to go to InfoWarsStore.com and buy great products that will enrich and empower your life while keeping us on air at the very same time. InfoWarsStore.com to get a signed or unsigned copy of my book, The Great Reset and the War for the World. Ultimate Bone Broth, back in stock. Nitric Boost, 
uh, the amazing CBD oil we have that's the highest quality you're going to find anywhere at more than half off. It's all available at InfoWarsStore.com, some of the very best products. And a lot of you have never shopped at InfoWarsStore. You've been watching for years, you've been listening for years, but you've never taken the step to go to InfoWarsStore. These are great products that really work and are amazing. Plus, they keep us on air. So again, please take action. Go to InfoWarsStore.com today, and I thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words plan for our future. That is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess, they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World at bookstores, Amazon, or InfoWarsStore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got run out. And there's about a thousand left of them right now. So get your copy of The Great Reset and The War for the World, a signed copy at InfoWarsTore.com. And there is a markup there because this is a fundraiser to keep us on the air. So you won't just have this historic memento and this powerful book. You'll also know that you help keep InfoWars on the air. I want to thank those of you that have gotten signed copies of the book or unsigned copies. But I want to encourage all of you who haven't yet to go to InfoWarsTore.com and get a signed copy and buy a couple of unsigned copies and donate them to the library or give them to the local school. This is an InfoWar. I'm counting on you, and thank you for your support. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to continue on this segment with the Trump indictment, but we'll move on as there's a lot of other stuff to discuss, including new revelations. I don't know if you've heard this, folks. Apparently, the vaccine may not be safe. Apparently, destroys your immune system and can cause blood clots. We're just hearing this now. We're just learning about this all together right now. Just Okay, welcome to three years ago, but... Yeah, we'll get into some of the some of the new revelations about COVID. We'll get into Marjorie Taylor Greene and her appearance on at 60 Minutes. That was kind of fantastic. We'll look into it. We're gonna we're gonna watch with a critical eye. See what it's like for a normie to watch that type of thing. What what would they come away with? But again, we want to zoom out here. Sort of this sort of the the point of all of this. Whether we're talking about things like the TikTok ban, we'll get into that as well, the Restrict Act. I know Chase covered that a lot last week, but there's been some more revelations about it. And I think, again, it's about looking at the big picture of all of this. I was talking yesterday on the Sunday night broadcast, listening to a discussion about the Restrict Act, the TikTok Ban Act. And people are actually debating the intricacies of whether it's legal to ban a corporation like this and whether it's like you're missing the forest for the trees you got to zoom out and see that the tiktok ban supposedly patriot act 2.0 is just in it's just one data point it's just one instance of a massive trend of censorship across the board where the governments and other centralized entities are desperate to have total control of information flows across the world because this is an information war and they want to control the passages through the mountains, right? They want to take control of – but it, again, we'll get, we'll get into that later. The point is when you're looking at this Donald Trump indictment, it's not about this indictment. It's about the trend that we've seen ever since Trump 
announced he was running for president. It's about the fact that while he was still campaigning, the Clinton campaign also used mislabeled campaign funds. They weren't paying off a you know ex-lover of Hillary's. <laughs> they're all buried on Epstein Island. No, they're and she was never charged, of course, for misappropriating campaign money and mislabeling it. Of course, that wasn't about paying off somebody to, to stop a bad story from coming out. No, it was creating the Steele dossier that kicked off the Russia investigation into Donald Trump that was used knowingly by the FISA courts to get illegitimate warrants to spy on everyone in Trump's inner circle as an insurance policy. Remember when they said that? Remember when they were caught on text message saying that they were going to have an insurance policy just in case Donald Trump started to do well? Like You can't look at the indictment that's happening now for which Trump is being arraigned tomorrow without taking all of this in, the whole scale and scope of illegitimate, illegal, nonsensical, baseless investigations that have been launched about against Donald Trump, every one of which has come up with absolute zero, including this one, but they're moving ahead on this one anyway. I mean, there's not been a break. There has not been a single day that there haven't been multiple investigations into Donald Trump. Almost all of them have come up completely empty, like they've been able to run their course. He never got in their way. He never obstructed justice. But of course, this is what happens, right? They launch one investigation and then whatever Donald Trump does, they're going to say, well, that's obstruction of justice. Well, he went out and said, I'm, I'm innocent of that. That's obstruction of justice. So we gotta, we're going to tag him on that too. So it's like this you know, constantly replicating germ of an investigation that is still going on now. And there are still multiple investigations about Donald Trump going on right now. There's no victims. There's no evidence of actual crimes going on, but there is a guy that they want to destroy. And so they're going to investigate everything he does looking desperately for something that they can pin him on as illegal. And now they've finally gotten something and it's the most pointless, unimportant thing you can possibly imagine. Mislabeling a, in the real scope of things, pretty minor amount of money as legal expenses when they were legal expenses, but not really. I mean, it's just, it's so stupid. It's so unbelievably stupid. And thankfully, some people recognize this. Jim Jordan says the Trump indictment is about going after anyone who opposes the left's agenda, the establishment's agenda. And that's the other thing is it's not just about what's happening to Donald Trump. It has to be taken into account along with the political persecution that's taking place after January 6th and against patriots and against people like Douglas Mackey, a.k.a. Ricky Vaughn, who's facing 10 years in prison for a joke, a meme that a lot of people shared. Like I said, even people on the left shared. There's this woman named Wong that uh, did the same thing. She's out on a speaking tour right now. Exactly the same meme, exactly the same you know, joke being posted. But one side gets charged for it, the other side doesn't. I mean, this is worse than not having any law at all, having law that is arbitrarily allocated, arbitrarily applied to people based on their political stance. I mean, this is the absolute destruction of the republic as we know it, and there's it's nothing short of that. The Trump indictment is just another data point on the trend of the decline. House Judiciary Chairman Jim Jordan threatened Sunday to defund any government agencies that have engaged in election interference charging that both the FBI and DOJ have done exactly that in their constant attempts to go after President Trump. And you can't deny that they have constantly gone after this guy. So, I mean, I guess this is the, like, what's the view of the people on the left? Is it that Trump's just a criminal mastermind? 
he's just committing crimes all over the place and just always getting always getting away with it. And even though the FBI and DOJ have essentially been like in on his phone calls and all of his inner circles phone calls for the last five years, and they just can't they just haven't come up with anything. He's he's the chin. He's <laughs> some sort of legendary mobster doing this, or maybe he's just innocent and clean and is actually very good at doing things the right way because he knows what you people are like, and so he covers his bases, and yet you relentlessly pursue him regardless. And I guess it's better late than never what Jim Jordan is doing. Like, this is the issue. The FBI never paid the price. The people who were caught in text messages fabricating a story about Donald Trump from the opposition side, knowing that it was fabricated, and yet using it anyway to get a FISA warrant, calling it an insurance plan because they were going to stop Trump from getting into office. Like it's not speculation that these people are politicizing the DOJ and FBI. It's in their own words. That is what they're doing, but they get away with it. So of course it's going to happen again. When it happens again, we catch them again and then they get away with it again. So of course it's going to happen again. I mean, this is what happens when you don't hold people accountable. And when the FBI and the DOJ are able to politicize their power and nothing gets done about it. I mean, what do you expect to happen? So good, it's sort of finally happening now, but Peter Strzok should be in prison. Lisa Page should be in prison. Hillary Clinton should be in. Like all of these people should have been charged long, long, long ago for much greater crimes than anything Trump has really even been accused of. They're guilty of. We know it. We have it in their own words. And they sit in front of Congress and sneer at them, smile at them and, you know, flaunt their invulnerability when it comes to the judicial system so this is a major problem this is a way that america dies completely utterly totally and it's a message to anybody else out there from the deep state to the american people saying if you stand up against us you're not donald trump you don't have the money and the and the influence and the connections that he has so how do you think you're going to get away with this how do you think you're going to stand up against us what if we start rooting through your past and searching for a mislabeled dollar to throw you in jail with? I've got some good news. Our high quality supplements really work and we have about an 80% reorder rate with customers. That's the good news. They're amazing. The bad news is around 1% or a little less of our actual viewers and listeners ever go to InfoWarsStore.com and ever actually buy the products. So you're missing out on these products, plus it funds the InfoWar. Think of what we've done with just 1% of our massive audience actually buying products. Think what would happen if those of you on the fence actually went to InfoWarsStore.com and got some of these amazing products. I would recommend Turmeric 95 for your joints, your bones, inflammation, to get one of the biggest effects so you reorder it and see how great it is. Also, we've got the super high-quality, full-spectrum CBD oil that's so good for your neurological systems, your brain, your joints, your bones as well. Or Real Red Pill Plus. Just go try the product, fund the InfoWar, and help us defeat the new order together. InfoWarStore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. So, a lot to talk about here, but all of this, you know, really part of the same push, the same movement. 
and that is the globalization, the, the new world order, the global government that operates through the veil of democracy, you know, operates under the mask of legitimacy, when in reality, they control everything. Again, on this, on the TikTok ban thing, this, this, I was listening to a Twitter spaces, there's people sort of from across the aisle talking about this, and some of the things that I heard, it just, it just made my head spin, right? People literally using the phrase, if you haven't done anything wrong, you have nothing to worry about. So why not give the U.S. deep state unelected, you know, bureaucratic, bureaucratic aspects of the government total and absolute control over your IP address and your home Wi-Fi and the ability for people to host things on the internet at all going after the actual URL hosting sites. Like, because if you haven't done anything wrong, why not just surrender all of your sovereignty to an unelected bureaucrat, right? It's just, it's so stupid. Unbelievably stupid. One thing I actually heard was they're like, first we have to actually make the argument like, is free speech necessary for a democracy? Is it? I don't, I don't know. Maybe not. It's like, I don't know. Are, are multiple candidates necessary for a democracy? I mean, it's a democracy. You get to vote. There's only one candidate. You can vote for him or not vote for him, but it's a democracy still. Like, they are destroying the foundation of what America is supposed to be. We're not a democracy, but we do have a government for the people, by the people, that is responsible to the people and can get voted out of office if they don't do what the people want them to do. I mean, that's the whole point of our system. And if you don't have the free speech capability to discuss what's going on in our system, to make a decision on who you want to vote for, we don't have a country anymore. So that's what this is all about, right? This is about making sure that anybody who runs for office, first and foremost, has to get the approval of the people already in office. In other words, it's not even necessarily about, I mean, they're trying to destroy Trump. Obviously, Trump is still a major threat to them. Obviously, they are still just obsessed with trying to destroy this guy. I mean, it doesn't matter how many times they embarrass themselves. These people are shameless. They don't know embarrassment. They don't, you know, like, I don't get it. I don't understand. They're not human in a lot of ways, right? If you're, if you do something that's bad and wrong and you get caught and it's exposed in front of the whole world and then you sit there and just like sneer and are just like, "Mm, oh, really? Do something about, like, there's something wrong with you. There's something demonic about you. Something needs to be treated as less than human (laughs) about you. It's like the only safe way to, to take care of people like this is sort of recognize what you're dealing with here. And it's something satanic. It's something demonic, something beyond human experience or human explanation. I don't, I don't know what it is, but it needs to be destroyed. So it's about, it's definitely about, you know, going after Donald Trump, but it's more about, just the deep state letting everybody know, and whether it's the judicial system or the weaponized spy state with the Patriot Act and now the Restrict Act coming up, like whatever power they have, they're not going to use it to legitimate ends. They're not going to use it to fulfill the you know, demands that they've been granted the powers to achieve. It will be used explicitly and almost only, like solely, to go after their political opponents, to be weaponized against anybody who would oppose them. And so it's a message to anybody else out there who wants to do this. You want to run for president? 
it doesn't matter if you have the support of the American people. It doesn't matter if people want to vote for you and go out and do vote for you. First, you have to get our approval. First, you have to make it through our approval process. And then maybe you'll be allowed to go out and campaign. But not before we give you the go-ahead. Not before we, the unelected bureaucrats, the faceless operatives behind the scenes, get to thoroughly vet you. Only then will you be allowed to uh, represent the people of the United States. It's a complete subversion of our entire system. It is the end of the republic as we know it. And we're moving into a system, if this is allowed to continue, if this is allowed to expand and just continue to operate in the way that it has so far, it's a signal that we're going to still have the trappings of a democracy and a trapping of the trappings of a republic, but we're not a republic. I mean, we're the, we're the drag queen equivalent of a republic, right? We're not a lady, but we're wearing a dress and have makeup on and are dancing for men. So this is, this, this is the equivalent, right? It's just complete separation from reality. So you'll be able to vote still. It'll just kind of be illegal to vote for Republicans and even the Republicans that you can vote for will have been thoroughly vetted and approved and probably placed in their position by the deep state permanent class that is running everything behind the scenes. So in order to keep you, you know, feeling free, in order to keep you in the delusion of having a choice in this country, they'll keep the trappings. But all of the people who you're allowed to vote for will all be on the same page and they'll all be approved of and they'll all be orchestrating behind the scenes to you know, carry out the anti-American agenda that is so thoroughly destroyed our country already. And again, Jim Jordan goes over this where he says, in 2016, they spied on his campaign. In 2018, the Mueller investigation. 2020, they suppressed the Hunter Biden story. 2022, they raid his home 91 days before an election. And now in 2024 election, the leading candidate for the presidential nomination, they indict the former president and top candidate who's leading in every poll. Jordan emphasizes that this is bigger than Trump, noting this involves all of us. I don't think it's an accident. The same week we learned that the IRS knocked on Matt Taibbi's door while he's testifying in Congress. The same week we learned a district attorney, a left-wing district attorney, a Soros-backed district attorney, is going after the former president of the United States. In the same week that Douglas Mackey gets charged and indicted and is facing up to 10 years for a meme. On the same week that you have a transgender person carry out a massacre at a Christian school for explicitly political and religious reasons, only to have the shooter and the murderer themselves get unrelenting support from the mainstream media, the White House, the State Department, and everybody in between. It's a signal to all of us that they're in charge now, and they'll illegally target your political candidates, They'll kill your children and celebrate the murderer. I mean, it's open war at this point. And the final thing on this, U.S. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene has tweeted an invitation on Sunday to join her at a protest near the courthouse on Tuesday, echoing Trump's pin post on Truth Social, saying they're not coming after President Trump, they're coming after us, and he's just in the way. I got to say, almost no- Almost nothing is more frustrating to me than the people who are acting frustrated at Trump for the fact that he's being targeted by all of this. It's, it's just completely insane. It's completely insane. You have a guy who's probably the only person in my lifetime to actually sacrifice something for the benefit of the American people and actually have success doing that, actually have electoral success from outside of the system. A totally once-in-a-lifetime revolutionary man, Donald Trump is, they're throwing everything they can to try to stop him, 
And it's frustrating. It's annoying. It is very annoying having to deal with this all the time. But are you annoyed at Donald Trump for being the victim of this? Or are you annoyed at the people who are victimizing him? I mean, you really got to understand that, yes, it is frustrating having to talk about this. We have so much other stuff to talk about. So much other major cataclysmic things going on in the world that we'll get to and we'll talk about here in just a second. So it's like annoying that we have to keep talking about them targeting Donald Trump, but it's because they keep targeting Donald Trump. It's because we have to stop them from using Donald Trump as an excuse to completely abandon 200 years of you know political uh, agnosticism from the judiciary. When they're actively involved in politics now, when they're choosing what crimes to punish and what crimes to let go based solely on the political advantage they'll get in the media, we have to stop this. We have to stop this. We have to focus on this. We have to make an example out of these people, not only to stop them doing it right now, but to show other people in the future, you're not going to be able to get away with this. You cannot be given all of the powers of a district attorney, all of the inordinate responsibilities and, and you know powers of, of these things and not do anything. The fight against the New World Order is now the top story in the world. The globalists are in deep trouble, but they're striking back with all their deep state operatives to shut down InfoWars and other truth tellers like James O'Keefe and Tucker Carlson and countless others. So please pray for us now more than ever. Spread the word about the broadcast and get great products to keep us on air and fund our operation while at the same time enriching your life. Now, we've got three new products available at InfoWarsStore.com and a bestseller back in stock. We have the amazing Dr. Jones Naturals turmeric toothpaste and so much more. Find out more at InfoWarsStore.com. We have the ashwagandha root pills with black powder extract to accelerate your libido, stamina, testosterone. And we have pure ashwagandha gummies at InfoWarsStore.com as well. These are all the highest quality products. The prebiotic is now finally back in stock. They're all there at InfoWarsStore.com. So please take action now. Enrich your life, empower your body, and keep us on air. Please take action now. InfoWarsStore.com. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man, but I'm not just a man. Just like you, no matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you, and that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you to always remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. We're going to open up the phone lines for your calls in the next hour, taking your calls throughout the next two hours. I want to show some clips here from... Last night's broadcast of 60 Minutes that featured one Marjorie Taylor Greene. 
pretty hilarious clips that have come out of this. And she leaves them speechless. It's it's really pretty amazing. It's uh like whenever whenever you're talking to a leftist and they either just go like wow wow like you can just replace that with like wow you just defeated me in this debate and now i have no argument so i'm going to you know feign outrage in order to avoid actually addressing what you just said that's all that that means sometimes there's like wow 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 and they're just like I don't even have to respond to that. It's like, well, it's because you just lost. It's because you just lost the point you were trying to make. It's because the person you're talking to just defeated you. And so now you're you're shocked into a state of silence. And that's literally what happens with uh, Leslie Stahl. Totally hilarious. So we'll go to some of these clips now. Uh, let's start with just uh, clip number eight here. It's Marjorie Taylor Greene on the Rhinos in D.C. Let's watch uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene last night on 60 Minutes. What made me run for Congress when I saw the Republicans in Congress, the House and the Senate, completely fail to deliver the agenda that we had all voted for, the reasons why we voted for Donald Trump. It was the The Republicans. Yep. Not Joe Biden, not Nancy Pelosi, but the traditional Republicans who, she says, failed to rein in federal spending, repeal Obamacare, or fund President Trump's border wall when Republicans controlled both chambers of Congress. They failed us. Like who? Uh, Paul Ryan, Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, those, yeah, those types of, Mitt Romney. I'm not even sure why he calls himself a Republican. Why don't you blame Donald Trump? Well, I blame I blame all of them for a lot of things. But, but again, well, the president doesn't control everything. Hey, how are you? Most of her constituents in her conservative, largely white working class district agree with her on the issues and especially like the way she fights for her beliefs. I'm a New York transplant to Georgia and I just love you. Well, welcome to freedom. Nice to meet you. You just hear the disdain, largely white community. It's just like, yeah, yeah, Americans deserve representation. You hag, you despicable harpy. Leslie Stahl, Leslie Stahl whatever, whatever that skeletal monster's name is. I mean, it really, it just is, Marjorie Taylor Greene's exactly right. And again, Leslie Stahl is like offended on the behalf of the Republicans. She's just like, Mitch McConnell? Mitt Romney? Lindsey Graham? How dare you? Blame Donald Trump. Will you blame Donald Trump for me? It's Marjorie Taylor Greene like, well, he doesn't control Congress. She's just like, uh, but will you blame him? Will you still just call him out? We hate him. We love Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham. Yeah, obviously, because you're on the other side. It's not, not that complicated. But again, it's like, it's this weird thing where, you know, traditionally, like any reasonable reading of the situation is like there are people in this district that believe what Marjorie Taylor Greene believes and votes for her because she champions their interests. This is how the process works. And so even if you disagree with Marjorie Taylor Greene, you got to be like, well, but it's what the people that she wants. Instead, what they do is they go Marjorie Chain, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, evil, bad, uh, but is doing what her people want. So the people are also bad and evil by the way. They're white, by the way. That's what makes them evil. That's what makes them bad. That's why they don't deserve to have representation. 
in the United States Congress because we know better because we're from New York and we're not white. So we should be in charge. It's just the, the disdain, the hatred just drips from everything they say. We'll go down to clip number six here. This is Marjorie Taylor Greene on 60 Minutes talking about peace in Ukraine. What a novel idea. Peace? What? Nobody's ever even considered that before. We're going to destroy Ukraine and then let Goldman Sachs build back better. Uh, Let's go to Marjorie Taylor Greene speaking again for, I believe, a majority of Americans when they're like, we have nothing to do with Ukraine. Why are we even there? Let's watch. Uh, Let's talk about Ukraine. Mm -hmm. So you're opposed to giving weapons and aid to help Ukraine fight off the Russians. It strikes me that that's what Putin wants. I don't really care about what Putin wants. I voted for the first resolution to denounce Putin and Russia's invasion of Ukraine. What I have voted against is funding a war in Ukraine. I, the entire time, I have been saying the United States needs to be pushing for peace in Ukraine, not funding a proxy war with Russia. We can't afford another foreign war. If we withdraw our aid right now, then Russia will be right up on the Polish border. And that's a NATO country. And if they attack Poland, we'll have to come to their aid. I've looked. I cannot find anywhere where Putin says he wants to invade Poland. I'm asking if that doesn't worry you and that we'll be concerned to the point that almost will be attacked because we're a member of NATO. We are a member of NATO, and we have a treaty. Ukraine is not a NATO member nation, but look at us now. We are funding a proxy war in Ukraine with Russia. President Biden is committed, and he said he will go as far as he needs to go to defend Ukraine. And Ukraine is not a NATO member nation. So Russia is is going in—Russia is fighting this war with Ukraine, not Poland. What about the argument that if we withdraw our money and our weaponry now, China will read that as weakness? China will say the Americans can't be relied upon, and it might encourage China to invade Taiwan. Now you're asking what happens if we just pull out of Ukraine. Right. Let me ask you a question back. Why can't we push for a peace deal in Ukraine? But then Why the is war will, the only answer? The Russians will be rewarded with territory for invading a country. Or, I'm sorry, I don't, Ukraine is not the 51st state of the United States. No, but is it right to let him attack another country that's not at war with them, and then you say just let them take what they've gotten so far? It's not about right and wrong, but let me say this, it's not about, Why isn't it's it not about, about what's right and wrong in Ukraine, because we're the United States of America. And again, we have mud all over our face, Leslie. We're $31 trillion in debt. We're not defending our own border. We're ignoring our own people's problem. Oh, by the way, we're still in an illegal and undeclared war in Syria. Are we allowed? Why are we allowed to do that? We also did it in Libya and Iraq. I mean, if you can't, if you hear Leslie Stahl speaking and you aren't hearing just like acid flashbacks of, but what if Saddam is, then we'll have to fight him here. Then what if he has the weapons of mass destruction? And the, and then some and and the argument that okay we have a treaty with Poland and so if they're attacked we have to go to war with them so therefore we have to go to war in Ukraine that we don't have a treaty for like what is going on also do you know Finland is joining NATO tomorrow Finland joining NATO tomorrow 
we're now Russia is going to be on the border of NATO because we're advancing towards Russia. Like these people have nothing. These people are just relentless warmongers. They've never met a war they don't like. They've never apologized or, or stepped back or said they were wrong about the disastrous wars that have destroyed our country in the immediate past. I mean, we can get into the you know Ukraine war, but good on Marjorie Taylor Greene for actually standing up against this. And here's the sort of the top clip from it. Let's go to clip number seven here. Marjorie Taylor Greene, she goes there and calls the Democrat Party what they are, pedophiles. They are pedophiles. Let's watch. And things she says that are over the top, like the Democrats are a party of pedophiles. Accurate. I would definitely say so. They support grooming children. They are not pedophiles. Why would you say that? Democrats, Democrats support, even Joe Biden, the president himself, supports children being sexualized and having transgender surgeries. Sexualizing children is what pedophiles do to children. Okay. Wow. Okay. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah, if you're talking, if that's what you mean by pedophile sexualizing children, then yeah, I guess they are. But like, wow, though. But still, wow. <laughs> In a counterpoint, though, wow. I know that you're right about them being pedophiles, but have you considered that I'm offended by that phrase? <laughs> okay. Shut up. I would love, I would love, oh my God. To really get into it and just be like, well, what is a pedophile? And why is pedophilia bad? Will you first denounce pedophiles, Leslie Stahl? Will you do? I doubt she would. I'm sure she would just be like, well, I mean, I don't know what you mean. But it's like, no, no, it should be easy. Denounce pedophiles. Well, I don't know why I should. It's like because you're a pedophile because you're all pedophiles, pedophile enablers, because you are sexualizing children in like kindergarten. And we'll show you clips on the other side of exactly what that looks like. In the meantime, folks, please go to InfoWarsStore.com to keep us on air. It's the only way that we survive. And the only way you'll survive the absolute collapse is by being prepared for it. We help you do that with our survival essentials. They're back in stock. Air filter, water filters, and storable food now on sale at InfoWarsStore.com. Go there today, right now. Don't wait. Ladies and gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words plan for our future. That is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess, they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World at bookstores, Amazon, or InfoWarsStore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got run out. And there's about a 1,000 left of them right now. So get your copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World, a signed copy at InfoWarsStore.com. And there is a markup there because this is a fundraiser to keep us on the air. So you won't just have this historic memento and this powerful book. You'll also know that you help keep InfoWars on the air. I'm going to thank those of you that have gotten signed copies of the book or unsigned copies. But I want to encourage all of you who haven't yet to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get a signed copy and buy a couple of unsigned copies and donate to the library or give them to the local school. This is an InfoWar. I'm counting on you and thank you for your support. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. According to the media, female Audrey Hale, who identified as a male, murdered six at a Christian school in Nashville, Tennessee, including three children. An anti-gun lobbyist who witnessed the Highland Park parade shooting was at the crime scene with her friend who lost a daughter at the Waffle House shooting. 
They spent the day telling all the cameras how they were coincidentally there on vacation and that America needs more gun laws. I was actually in town just on vacation, um, but I'm a mass shooting survivor. My son and I survived a mass shooting in Highland Park. I am in Tennessee on a family vacation with my son visiting my sister-in-law. I have been lobbying in D.C. since we survived a mass shooting in July. I have met with over 130 lawmakers. We have to do something. We all have to call our lawmakers, and we all have to make our lawmakers make change now, or this is going to keep happening, and it's going to be your kid and your kid and your kid and your kid next. We now have people in America, and this is not the first time we've heard this, who have experienced more than one mass shooting. That woman was at Highland Park. Um, she's now she's now a, a witness to uh, the, the, the shooting in Nashville. The U.S. military routinely orchestrates simulated crises all over the country and hires civilians to be crisis actors. And we've seen the use of crisis actors in several major events, such as 9-11 and the Boston Marathon bombing. The anti-gun lobby has been accused of using crisis actors for years, but this is a whole new level. And when we look at the details of the Nashville shooting, the presence of the gun lobbyist does not appear to be a coincidence. The Nashville shooting has signs of a typical false flag. The woman being touted by the media as the shooter's good friend who received the Instagram confession is actually just a childhood acquaintance who says she was contacted because she's a local media personality. The alleged shooter was under doctor's care for an emotional disorder. And the shooter is seen wearing two different pairs of shoes within the hour. Pumas going in and vans going out. But there is more to this false flag than the typical gun grab. This Saturday, a group called Trans Radical Activist Network is organizing a protest in Washington, D.C. called Day of Vengeance. This is reportedly a new movement called Militant Trans, an armed branch of the LGBTQ cult that is threatening to kill those who oppose sex change ops for children. Just hours after the Nashville shooting, the governor of Arizona's press secretary tweeted a picture of a woman wielding two handguns with the caption, Us when we see transphobes. This is followed by what appears to be online support. Madonna raises money in Nashville, not for the three murdered children, but for the trans community. A trans named Adam Denker, who now goes by Kayla, recently made headlines for posting a short video with a rifle, threatening to fight back against transphobes. Journalist Andy No is reporting that Denker is a member of Antifa and is former military, which shouldn't be a surprise. The military has changed their code to allow for transsexuals. Military psychologists have been pushing confused personnel into getting radical sexual reassignment surgeries that the military is now paying for. So far in 2023 alone, the U.S. government has spent $10 million to research LGBTQ Americans. And that's nothing. In the year 2017, well over 100 organizations gave $185 million to support the LGBTQ community. And the top spender has been Big Pharma. The mentally ill are being weaponized by the New World Order. 
and we the people are being goaded into seeing them as the enemy. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Find and share that video at band.video. Global elites goading Americans into violence against transsexuals. Taking a record of the hearts and minds of the American people, it's the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Second hour has begun here on American Journal. Very glad that you're with us. We'll be talking about you know all sorts of um, major topics in this hour, taking our phone calls as well. I'm going to go ahead and open up the phone lines right now. The number to dial is 1-877-789-2539. Give us a call, 1-877-789-2539. Where to even begin? I have so many amazing videos to show you. Amazing in the sense that I'm amazed <laughs> in the sense that I'm amazed at how terrible everything is. I guess that's what I mean by amazing. We'll go to some of these videos, then we'll cover some of the other stories here. I, I, I don't even know where to begin. It's like there's so many options. Okay, we'll just have to pick one. <laughs> I guess let's start with clip number two here. This is Democratic Senator Joe Manchin. He's mad at the Biden administration. Over the Inflation Reduction Act. Again, it's just, it is, it is baffling. Like, it's hard to even talk about some of this stuff because, you know, probably 10, 15 years ago is when that phrase, you know, truth is treason in an empire of lies first really became popular, at least when I started thinking about it. And back then it felt apt, it felt applicable to where we were. Truth is treason and empire of lies. The lies at this point are so far beyond anything we've experienced before that it's it's hard to even discuss. Things like the Inflation Reduction Act, where they name something an Inflation Reduction Act, just, it, again, it's like, it's crazy. It's just so crazy. They call it the Inflation Reduction Act. It's really a climate change bill they admit that, right, as soon as it passes, they're like, well, we just passed the biggest climate change bill in history. It's called the Inflation Reduction Act. And it's like, well, what? It's just, it's hard to wrap your mind around. They just name it something different than what it is, brag about it, and then when inflation keeps going up, they go, well, it's the Republicans' fault for not voting for the Inflation Reduction Act. The Inflation Reduction Act that isn't about inflation, it's about climate change. Again, empire of lies, almost, it's like, what is, just what is this? Even the liars themselves are, like, confused about what's going on. Joe Manchin, that, like, head Democrat, is just like, I didn't know what we were voting on. I'm very confused at how this is happening. Let's go now to uh, clip number two here. Senator Joe Manchin, he's, he's mad at the Biden administration for doing what they keep doing over and over and the only thing they do it's just, it's so weird here he is he's mad at them apparently what we agreed on the president and i agreed on that what this bill would do it would give us energy security right. it would bring manufacturing back to america as quickly as possible we would not be relying on foreign supply chain such as china to run our transportation mode we talked about all of that 
We would pay down debt for the first time in 20 years. We talked about all of that. We agreed exactly that's what it should do. And now to have different parts of his administration basically administering it and writing rules and regulation that are totally foreign to what we did yeah. is wrong. And I'm going to fight that. You need to speak truth to power, but basically hold people accountable. Right. And I'm hopeful that the president will step forward and tell his administration we will follow the law. We will do what the bill was right. intended to do. So he's literally saying that the Biden administration has taken this bill they passed and is just doing stuff that's not in the bill. And it's just saying, well, you know, we're doing this under the auspices of the bill. And Trump engine's like, but that's not in the bill. And they're like, yeah, but we're doing it anyway. It's this weird, almost like just legalese type of like legal manipulation type of scam they've worked out. I, it makes no sense how they get away with it. I'm trying to think of like a an example of this that could happen in the in the real world. I, I mean, it's it's literally like a lawyer sitting down and like handing you a contract and being like, yeah, you know, this contract says that uh, you know you're going to keep your house and and you know you'll you'll be able to, to pay for it in, in due time and. It'll be yours until then, and then you sign it, and they're just like, psych, and they pull it away, and they're like, yeah, but you sign, but you signed the papers, now I have your house. Now I get your house, and you don't get your house anymore. And you're like, that's the opposite of what you told me. And they're like, yeah, but I told you that so you would sign it, and now I have the signature, so now I'm going to take your house. Like It's just like, that's not the way this is supposed to work, but that is the way that it's working. They're like, it's the Inflation Reduction Act. Inflation's really bad. we got to do something about this. If you care about the American people and the economy, you'll sign this act. And they're like, well, I do. And I, I inflation, we got to fight that. And they sign it, and they're like, great, that was a climate change bill. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now we're going to go do a bunch of climate change crap that makes inflation worse and everything worse and the economy worse. What? What? And they just do that? And everybody's like, but why would you criticize that? But how dare you question the Biden administration for just lying openly to their own side in order to get something passed that they knew would be completely different than what they actually implemented. And they're just doing it. They're just doing it. Across the board, they're just doing it. Totally wild. And in terms of this, I mean, let's just look at some of these headlines from my you know Great Reset stack. That's what we're undergoing, by the way. In case you didn't realize you know, what the Great Reset was it's China taking over and the multipolar world coming into effect as they move away from occupation of the American nation state, spike it like a cannon in a fort that they're abandoning, and then move to the international construct of China at the head of a new decentralized world order. So you'll have no ability to fight back at all because they'll be operating under organizations that aren't even couched in national power structures so as it is now at least some of what they're doing is under the auspices of the american government so we potentially feasibly technically have oversight over what they're doing and can stop them they're moving away from that and towards a just completely disconnected array of supranational organizations that you won't have any i mean you definitely won't have any oversight you definitely won't be able to you know, withdraw any of the representative. There are no representatives. They're just doing things. They're just doing things. And the the move towards China is not some sort of opposition to the current new world order. It's a transformation of the current new world order into a supranational world government that they're already operating as, but they're official they're officializing it now. So some of these headlines. 
cows to be given methane suppressants from 2025 to meet government's emissions targets. They don't know it yet, but Britain's cattle are about to do their part to meet the country's emission targets, according to government's net zero growth plan released this week. Dairy cows will be fed supplements to reduce the amount of methanes they expel through belching and breaking wind. Methane suppressants contain additives uh, like seaweed, essential oil, organic acids, probiotics, and microbials that produce the amount of gas produced by digestion. It's just, okay. Okay, great. So, I mean, obviously, that's not good. It's not good, but it's not the only thing they're doing. They're also, uh, as we have heard from Tom Renz, will now be injecting mRNA vaccines into all of the cows and pigs. He says lobbyists for the cattlemen and pork associations in several states have confirmed they'll be using mRNA vaccines in pigs and cows. I I just want to add, like, where is the left on this? Where are the people that actually want organic natural food and why are you not opposed to the wholesale and continuous and multifaceted poisoning of the meat supply where are you and do you care no you don't because you you think that humans are a plague that must be destroyed you're perfectly in line with their ridiculous plan of um you know humanicide this is like more than genocide it's just like the human race is uh being destroyed at least 25 train cars derail in paradise montana unknown substances leaking into clark fork river a freight train derailed in uh, paradise montana on sunday no injuries or evacuations reported authority said at least 25 trails uh, cars derailed around 9 20 a.m leaking an unknown substance into clark fork river approximately 200 miles northwest of bosman or bozeman okay just add that to the list add that to the list of unexplained and unpunished chemical destruction of this country that we've seen in the last three months just explode off the charts. The end of the dollar. India uses rupees rather than U.S. dollars for international trade. 18 countries agreed to trade in INR as we move away from the financial American hegemony. We'll continue on the other side in your phone calls as well. Ladies and gentlemen, We have a new toothpaste that my dad, a retired dentist and oral surgeon, developed. Dr. Jones Naturals Tumor Toothpaste that just came into stock. And I got to tell you, I got samples of this months ago, and it is amazing. The way it makes your gums feel, what it does to your mouth, is insane. We know turmeric is an antioxidant and anti-inflammatory and does such great things for the body. Then you add that with tea tree oil and a bunch of other essential oils, it is just dynamite. It is so good to detox and attack inflammation in your mouth. I want to challenge everybody to try the new toothpaste at InfoWorkStore.com, Dr. Jones Naturals Turmeric Toothpaste. And while you're at it, check out the new Ashwagandha line of products. We have Ashwagandha with black pepper extract for your libido, your testosterone in pill form, and we have the pure Ashwagandha root gummies as well, now available at InfoWarsStore.com. They're amazing products and they fund the InfoWar. Take action now at InfoWarsStore.com. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities, they ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda at the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family 
and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have the communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. We've got your phone calls here. A couple uh, people want to talk about the 60 Minutes interview. And we'll go to that. There's so, there's so much other stuff to talk about here, and we're going to talk about the uh, international scams going on right now. But I want to uh, first just take a, a real, real wide scope view of this. After all, that is what InfoWars is here for. If you want to find out the... I mean, I don't know. It's just... It is very frustrating having to talk about all these little things when, when really the, the wider trends and the big zoomed out timeline... It's like, it's not about... It's not about stopping TikTok and the strict act. It's not about... You know, whether Donald Trump really broke the law in this misdemeanor seven years ago. It's like, how about the wider trend is that the globalist network is consolidating their power, eliminating any escape routes from their absolute control and systematically destroying human freedom in an effort to gain total, complete biotechnocratic financial control at the transactional level in a mark of the beast system. In mark of the beast system, sort of the key phrase here, and I don't know whether these people sacrifice chickens. To, well, okay, I do. I do know. They do sacrifice chickens to Moloch. They do worship Satan at the highest levels, but the people involved at the lower levels, they're necessarily Satanists, but they are involved in a satanic agenda. And you have to understand what is meant by that. What is meant by that is that they believe Satan. They fall for Satan's lies. They continually are working on behalf of the promise of the serpent in the Garden of Eden. You re- and you really got to understand this because what's happening now, it's like, I'm trying to figure out how to, how to even explain this. The people that are operating these psychological operations are engaged in a multi-decade, even you could argue multi-century plan that is just now coming to fruition. They're setting things in place like you can't just you can't just jump to the end, right? They can't just come out tomorrow and go, you're all in a biotechnocratic prison and we're going to live forever. And that's just the way it is. They have to set the table first. They have to lay the groundwork first. They have to eliminate people that would oppose them before they can start doing this. They have to soften the landing ground before they can make the final descent. And that's where we are now. And so the ultimate point of this we're just going to jump to the end of the timeline here and see what all of this is leading to. It is literally in a, in a like metaphysical, undeniable way, it is the fulfillment of the promise in the first book of the Bible, the Garden of Eden, where Satan tells Adam and Eve, follow me, follow your intellect, 
I will enlighten you and you'll live forever and be like a God. See, Christians believe that that was a lie. And by falling for the lie, we've been led down a path of being fallen and our redemption is what we're working for. To the Satanists, they're like, they see it as a good guy. They see the serpent is freeing Adam and Eve from a prison of the Garden of Eden. And they want to actually fulfill the promise that he made. And I'm not talking, I'm not even talking about in a spirit. I'm talking about in a religious sense, in a, in a physical sense. They think they're going to live forever. So just think for yourself, okay, what's going to happen if you have immortality technology? What would happen if you could live forever? And just in the last few weeks, there have been major advances in this technology. They found a way to reverse aging in mice, make old mice young again. They did that. They've succeeded in that experiment and they have the technology. It's only a matter of time before they start using it on humans. The billionaires that are running these psychological operations are the same ones that are out there telling us we're going to live forever. Whether it's uploading your brain into a hard drive, whether it's having immortality technology to reverse aging, they think they are on the cusp of that. How does that comport with the way the world currently is? Is that possible with the way the world currently is? Will everybody, can everybody live forever? Can everybody get immortality technology? Of course not, obviously not. Because that's, you'd have to have stasis. You'd have to go, okay, we're, we can all live forever, but nobody else can be born. Because otherwise, what, that's, that's just infinite growth with no, you know, infinite birth with no death. It's, it's unsustainable. That's impossible. It's impossible for a wide swath of the population to receive this immortality technology that they think they're on the cusp of. Here's the story from today. Ex-Google engineer claims immortality is attainable by 2030 with the help of nanotechnology. Former Google engineer and eminent futurist Ray Kurzweil has predicted that humans will achieve immortality with the help of nanorobots in just seven years. So lots of different methods to achieve this immortality, but they really do think they're on the cusp of it. And so what they're doing now is laying the groundwork for this as a possibility, not to give immortality technology to everybody. That's stupid. That's impossible. That'll never work. But to have a very small select contingent of people that receive this technology that live forever and that use the technology of living forever as a bait and as a reward for service to them. So you'll have a very small number of people who live forever and are in charge of the world and everybody else will be clamoring to get approval of them and to join their ranks in order to, you know, continue to or to get access to the immortality technology. And they'll be presiding over in their immortal, inhuman, half-robot, you know, Darth Vader em emperor style over a uh, just giant cycle of death that the rest of us humans are engaged in where you've got first world countries that produce more than they can consume. All of that stuff is exported to the third world. The first world is not uh, you know, reproducing at, at replacement level. And so it's this just infinite cycle of producing stuff in the first world, exporting it to the third world, taking the birth surplus from the third world, moving into the first world where they are deracinated and their culture is destroyed and they're folded into the monoculture, globo homo, death cult in which they'll no longer have high birth rates and they'll die out and then be replaced by the people from the third world that their participation in the first world has helped to, you know, bring about. So it's just, they'll preside over this deracinated, deculturalized cycle of, uh, you know, human being, you know, laundry cycle. And, uh, but they'll live forever on top of it. So all of this stuff that we're talking about, when you really zoom out, 
this is the inevitable this is the inevitable conclusion they're trying to get to. It is Brave New World, it is 1984, it is all of these dystopian novels, but to a greater degree than even those novels envisioned. And he's been right about a lot of stuff. Uh, Kurzweil has been correct. And of course, with the AI advancements, we see the expansion of this to an even greater degree. And we'll talk a little bit more about you know, how this is already being implemented in various places. But when you really zoom out, this is the purpose and everything makes sense. Everything starts to make sense when you go, because you just see everything going on. And it's like, to see it all disconnected, it's like you got 15 minute cities and they're getting rid of farming to to replace it with factory farming and they're they're trying to get us to eat bugs like what what is all of this about and they're they're opening up the borders they're telling us not to have babies because there's too many people but they're also influxing our country with millions upon millions of people a year in immigration like what what is all of this well what all of this is is paving the way and laying the groundwork for immortality for a select few number of people to run the world as immortal gods and to reward their followers with immortality making them gods as well it is literally the fulfillment of both the first and the last book of the bible it's the garden of eden and revelations all in one that's the whole point of this fight back or succumb the fight against the new world order is now the top story in the world the globalists are in deep trouble but they're striking back with all their deep state operatives to shut down info wars and other truth tellers like james o'keefe and tucker carlson and countless others so please pray for us now more than ever Spread the word about the broadcast and get great products to keep us on air and fund our operation while at the same time enriching your life. Now, we've got three new products available at InfoWarsStore.com and a bestseller back in stock. We have the amazing Dr. Jones Naturals, turmeric toothpaste, and so much more. Find out more at InfoWarsStore.com. We have the ashwagandha root pills with black powder extract to accelerate your libido, stamina, testosterone. And we have pure ashwagandha gummies at InfoWarsStore.com as well. These are all the highest quality products. The prebiotic is now finally back in stock. They're all there at InfoWarsStore.com. So please take action now. Enrich your life, empower your body, and keep us on air. Please take action now. InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, out to your phone calls. Now we've got Stephen in Florida. I want to talk about the Marjorie Taylor Greene 60 Minutes interview. Thanks for calling in. Stephen, you are on the air. Hey, good morning, Harrison. Morning. Uh, yeah, I wanted to talk about that video you showed, and I want to tie this in with what you were just talking about, and uh, tell you that what you were saying is so true um, about this whole situation with the globalists and trying to attain immortality. So, watching this interview that I think it was Leslie Stahl was the one that interviewed MTG, and yep. you see what she's doing with her, and of course... This is a battle of wits that Leslie early failed in, but trying to use the 1984 doublespeak and not wanting to deal with the reality that MTG was putting forth. You know, like, well, if we pull out of Ukraine, then Russia's going to invade Poland. Um, And then we'll have to go to war. Yeah. Yeah, right. Never mind our open borders and then all the debt and everything else MTG was pointing out. That's the reality we're dealing with here. Now, what I want to relate that to in what you were talking about, I was telling some friends of mine, this is really ironic, you basically were 
uh, you know, uh, vocalizing what I shared with my friends. But if you look in Scripture, there's two images, and we're picking one or the other. So you go back to Genesis chapter 1, God made man in his own image and likeness. That was reality. That was truth. But then in chapter 3, what you pointed to, man chose the satanic image. Oh, you can do it better than what God made. Just do what I tell you, and you'll have what you really should be entitled to, which is godhood. That's the false image. And then Cain in Genesis 4 Oh, he thought he could worship God in his own way, uh, and God wouldn't accept his sacrifice. And then in chapter 6 of Genesis, Noah's day, every thought of the imagination of man's heart was only evil continually. Um, Genesis 11, the Tower of Babel, they thought that they could attain, you know, unity and godhood again, but without the living God. In other words, believing in a false image. Um, you go for Nebuchadnezzar in Daniel chapter 3 put up a big image, wanted everyone to bow down and worship it, and then go forward, here's the image uh, of God's very person, Jesus, comes on the scene. Now, this is the reality coming back into humanity. And then now, look what just happened in Nashville. Why did that happen? Because this woman believed in a false image. Oh, you're not what you should be. God didn't know what he was doing. You need to change that. This is going to culminate in Revelation 13, where they make an image to the beast, and the world will bow down to that. But of course, when Jesus comes back, that's going to be over with. So my my point is, are you believing in the satanic image of a illusion? And God says he'll give them strong delusion because they believe this lie. Or are you believing in Jesus and therefore being conformed to his image to stand for what's right and true, regardless of the cost? Because right. That's it, what this is coming down to. I totally agree. A bunch of great points, Stephen. And and on top of that, you know, it's not just the human image that they're perverting and, and destroying God's creation in favor of their own. Look at the way that they're treating farming and, you know, uh, uh, livestock, right? The natural way that has been working for the last, according to the scientists, 300,000 years of American existence of agriculture, of taking the seeds that are created by the plants and planting them and growing more, that's also done. They're interrupting that and they're manufacturing, you know, GMO, genetically modified organisms. So, you know, you'll still be able to buy vegetables. They just won't have seeds in them that you can then plant and grow other ones because that's a natural process that they aren't involved in, that they haven't introduced their own, you know, approval into. So, or cows as well, right? You'll have to have mRNA affected cows or cows with gene, alt, you know, gene um, alterations, and they'll clone them, right? China is cloning cows right now, and they're cloning cows with human breast milk DNA uh, implanted into them, and so they say they're producing human milk. These cows, like, so it's not just that it's human beings that are being separated from their natural state and turned into something unnatural. It's all, every natural process is being eliminated in favor of a manufactured process of an illegitimate and unnatural process. So it's across the board, but I think you're exactly right in everything that you're uh, pointing out. And again, this, this, the temptation of the devil, I mean, it's, it's the centralizing theme of every major superlative, like very extremely transcendental intellectual property from Lord of the Rings to, you know, uh, uh, 
Star Wars to Harry Potter, like they all are about this, right? What's the theme of Harry Potter? Voldemort wanted to live forever. Voldemort means like defeating death, right? So it's about trying to defeat death, trying to live forever and what that causes you to happen. And the, you know, hero opposes that. Lord of the Rings, what's that about? Oh, just just take the ring and you'll be so powerful. You'll be so powerful with the ring and you will be powerful with the ring. You'll also just be a slave of the person who owns the ring. Like all of these things like humans like them humans respond to them humans tell these stories over and over because there's something intrinsically true about it darth vader right why did darth vader become darth vader why did anakin become darth vader because he was told you can defeat death Mm, the sith have some powers that some would say are unnatural right you can save your wife from dying you'll never die if you just go to the dark side not only does his wife die he becomes half a robot a slave to the emperor and then he dies himself like it's just a lie so this this theme of the lie of immortality, the fear of death being a weapon of control for human beings is not just true on the spiritual and religious level. It's true on just the innate civilizational level that we recognize that this lie is a lie and that to follow it is to follow the devil to your own destruction. And yet people keep falling for it. And the people at the top think that they can somehow, you know, get around this inevitability uh, because, you know, they're special and smart, just like the devil told them they were. That's my take on it. And I think you're uh, Bible quotes, uh, your uh, passages there really uh, point to the trueness of all of this. Thank you for that call, Stephen. Let's go to Andrew in New Jersey. Uh, I want to talk about the 60 Minutes interview, the Ukraine question in particular. Go ahead, Andrew. Yes, the interview, the reporter, she doesn't realize that most Americans, including Democrats, independents, disagree with her. They agree with Marjorie. When I first, last year at this time, worked with the Fox affiliate in Wilsbury, Pennsylvania, when the first invasion happened, everyone that I did man on the street, they all sided with the Ukraine and were against Putin, but none of them wanted us to go to war or have troops. And many people supported the original funding of the $150 billion in weapons. But now the majority of Americans are totally against an endless amount of money streaming in from America. And I likened it like, well, also I did stories around Easter time, which were the opposite of uh, about the war. But the Ukrainian church, they would, I I had told you this once before, they would bless the baskets and have things, and not Easter eggs, but like meat, you know, different items. And I interviewed the guy about the tradition, and he said, well, in the Ukraine, we have a a rich country. We have, um, you know, grains, we grow a lot of crops. Bread basket energy." Right. And I was thinking, hmm, so if they're a rich country, why don't they have they do have their own tax revenue, their own tax base. But why are they dependent on us or any other country for their military? Like, don't they have their own military? Just like Israel. I support Israel, but don't they have their own tax base, their own, um, you know, their own um, yeah, sure. military? So uh, that was, you know, kind of stood out to me. It's like, well. We're pretending that they don't have <laughs> a military. Like, they're totally dependent on us. Just like <clears throat> I liken it, you have a young baby and your child is, at this point, totally dependent on adults for survival. So that's how they're, like, describing the Ukraine, like it's some helpless child. <laughs> you know, like, either they're going to be slaughtered or we could stop it. It's like they're a sovereign nation. They have a military. We gave them tons and tons of money. That's not 150 million, 150 billion. 
the Americans are saying no unless they work for the defense companies and lobbyists. The American people are totally in agreement. Even if they don't like Marjorie Taylor Greene, they're not, none of us, nobody, almost no one wants an endless amount of funds. Also, no, I think I think you're exactly right. We got to go to commercial break here, but I also think uh, they agree. Ask a regular person on the street: Are the Democrats pedophiles? Uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, definitely. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America but in the world. We are engaging the globalist at point blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered. But the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. We now have three new game-changing products that are in stock at InfoWarsStore.com and one of our best-selling products sold out for over a year that's now back in stock. Our prebiotic does eat any introduction. does such amazing things for your gut flora, your overall health. What it does is essential. Go read about it at InfoWarsStore.com. And now, the fourth toothpaste designed by my dad. The last two were big hits. This one is really special. It's turmeric concentrate with a bunch of other essential oils and so much more to take your mouth's health to the next level. We also have high-quality ashwagandha root for your libido, your stamina, your testosterone with black pepper extract to accelerate it as a pill. And we have ashwagandha root gummies as well. Very strong, very powerful. Now in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. Go there, experience these great products and others, and fund the InfoWar. The only way we fail is not taking action. God bless you. Now please visit InfoWarsStore.com and experience these powerful products for yourself. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. After your phone calls again in this segment, but first I want to go to a video. And according to this video, I didn't realize that the 15-minute city thing in uh, Oxford is just has already been implemented. And we first heard about it just like a month or so ago. They sort of announced that they were going to start doing this pilot program, 15-minute cities in uh, Oxford in the UK. And of course, everybody in the city is against it. But this is a democracy. This is our trans-democracy after all. So what you want, what the people want, what they demand, what they vote for comes second to what is being imposed upon them by international elites who live nowhere near where these policies are being implemented. That's the reality of the situation. While freedom of information requests reveal that Oxford Shire CC secretly promised Transport Gov UK infamous traffic filters would go ahead six months before consultation in so-called low traffic neighborhoods doing damage, uh, doing such damage to Cowley Road. So, 
again, they all of this stuff, like it's all going on in the background. It's all going on behind the scenes. They're making agreements. They're saying, yeah, here's how we're going to implement it. Here's how we're going to do it. Here's the technology. Here's the payments for it. It's all going to happen six months, years before it's ever rolled out to the public. When it rolls out to the public, they don't say, we've been doing, we've been planning this forever. We're doing it whether you like it or, well, ironically, they literally did say whether you like it or not in Oxford this time. So that's not even correct. But they don't tell you like, we've been working on this and we've got all these other plans for you. So we're just going to do this, deal with it. They say, we'd love your feedback. What do you think about this? We want to do a little consultation with the town. And everybody goes and they're all like, we don't want this. No, this sucks. No, I hate this. It's ruining my life. It's ruining my business. What is this? We don't want it. And they go, "Mm, interesting, interesting. Well, okay, anyway, it'll be open next week. We're doing it anyway. And that's how they roll it out. Uh, But all of these plans are being made long, long beforehand, six months beforehand, according to this Freedom of Information Act. For six months, they'd been planning and agree uh, with agreement with the you know, the UK uh, Transportation Department, as well as Oxfordshire, they agreed without consultation of the people that actually be affected by it to implement these things. And apparently they already have LTNs, low traffic neighborhoods, just another word for 15 minute cities, 20 minute cities, whatever name they want to put on it. It means your neighborhood is now your prison block and you need permission to leave and you can only leave through certain egress points uh, that are tracked and monitored And it's already been rolled out in China for a long time. It combines with your social score. They have physical barriers, but those are just symbols to remind you of what's happening because most of these surveillance and, and, you know, control mechanisms are uh, invisible and intangible. They're just tracking your phone or your, uh, you know, face facial recognition, biometric material in order to track where you're going and then punish you if you uh, leave your zone without permission from them the authorities like it really is next level insanity and apparently they're already doing it and maybe you know just like drag queen story time maybe we have to look to our our muslim brothers and sisters in this fight uh, because they actually get respect and and listened to by the authorities unlike white christian people uh, they actually have the ability to stand up for themselves without being called you know horrible racist hateful things so uh, here is one such uh, immigrant to oxford actually standing up against the ridiculous and baseless and and horrifically limiting measures that are being taken, I guess, already in Oxford. Let's uh, go now. This is a guy named uh, Ahmed in Oxford. Let's watch. Hi, my name is Ahmed Mohammed. I'm the owner of Zafar Bake and Zafar Grill in Cowley Road. I am against the LTN because uh, the consequences for local businesses have not been considered. Cowley Road is a destination location. So people use transport to get there. <clears throat> we are losing customers who cancel last minute because of the blocked road into Cowley Road. It's impacting the delivery of goods. It's drastic impact on my family life. There seems to be an assumption that business owners and staff live near their businesses. Well, I don't. I live in South Oxfordshire. I used to be able to pick up my son from school within 15 minutes. That journey time is now one hour. Uh, There is an ignorance from those uh, decision makers who are out of touch with the complexities of everyday life for most people. Free our streets, hashtag uh, together. So again, this was posted by the together uh, at uh, together DEC on Twitter. 
So again, I didn't realize, you know, I thought this was still in the, in the planning phases in Oxford. I thought for sure with all of the, the overwhelming amount of pushback that they've gotten. I mean, just about every week, there's some new meeting with multiple people standing up and going, we don't want this. We do not want to be a 15 minute low traffic neighborhood. It's messing up everything about our lives. And yet they are just doing it anyway. Apparently now it's already been implemented. Let's just fast forward a little bit. We'll go out to calls in a second. But first, here's a video of what this eventually becomes and what this looks like in China. Let's watch. The, uh, yeah, checkpoints, little gates. I mean, it is fast. That's, that's very quick facial recognition taking place there. But again, the physical infrastructure of this is kind of superfluous. It's there to remind you that you are a rat in a cage. But... You know, the, the technology that's actually uh, keeping people in these 15-minute cities is intangible. It's the technological surveillance, the facial recognition, the, um, you know, phone monitoring. Eventually, people will be chipped. So uh, that's what's really keeping them in uh, enclosed. You can jump that turnstile very easily. It's just they'll know exactly who you are and when you did it, and they'll probably send, you know, police out to, to scoop you up, and at least you'll get a much lower credit score, and then you'll have to move out of the neighborhood because you can't afford it because your credit score is so low. I mean, that's the future of what's already being implemented now in the UK. And already there are pilot programs in Boston, New York, Chicago, and numerous other American cities where these same things are going on as they've planned behind the scenes for a very long time. They're just now being implemented. And with that, we go out to your phone calls again. Inner City Rogue in Denver. Want to talk about the Trump indictment? Go ahead, Inner City Rogue. You're on the air. Hi, can you hear me, Harrison? Yes, sir. Thanks for calling in. All right, thank you. Um, i just like to mention the fact that it's nice seeing a lot of people wake up these days. But, I mean, you know, everybody, you know, they know about the New World Order. They know about Klaus Schwab. They know about Bill Gates. Everybody knows about these individuals. But if you don't accept Jesus Christ and you don't understand salvation, you don't accept that free gift of the blood atonement before you die, then you're going to go to the same place that all these other people, George Soros and Klaus Schwab, are going to when, when they die. So you need to make sure that you accept the blood atonement before you die. And, and therefore, the gospel has to be the most important message out of any piece of information that you guys could give. And it, it's really frustrating because we hardly hear it ever explained, you know, because, I mean, not there's so many false teachers out there, Harrison, that that want to argue with us, real Christians that trust the blood atonement, that understand that we're saved by grace through faith. And these people are saying that we have to do this and that, this and that to get to heaven. And it's like, these people aren't even understanding the New Testament. They don't even read their Bibles. And that's, that's it's so frustrating to see. And I just hope that maybe pretty soon, Alex and uh, you guys over there at InfoWars can get maybe a uh, InfoWars ministry or something going to explain the gospel and get that out, get the message out that salvation is a free thing. And we have to make sure people are accepting that before the rapture, because the rapture is going to take place regardless if you think it's a pre-trib, post-trib, or mid-trib. We should all be ready for all different scenarios, because I think that chance sure. favors the prepared mind. So yeah, we're ready and, for and, all scenarios. Yeah, and... Then, and you know? you know, look, my, my understanding of it is like the more I understand history, the more Christian I become, the more you look at like just how act, like you either have to believe that like the, the Bible is real and a divine revelation because it's right. Like it's obviously right. And we're seeing now 2000 years after it was written just how right it is. And it's like, OK, either it was divine revelation or just like the most clever people in the entire world somehow foresaw 
what was coming 2000 years later like that's that's not very believable it's less believable than it being divine revelation so it's time to come around to the reality of uh exactly what you're talking about but again it i don't it that's that's you that's your personal thing your salvation doesn't really affect me what affects me is the actions that are taken in the real world people also have a problem of like separating the spiritual world with the physical one they think it's like different they think that like you can do whatever you want in the physical world as long as you're spiritually on track it's like no these things are the same the spiritual world is the physical world they are one and the same they're intertwined at a molecular level so you have to you know the the spiritual sickness can't be cured by just like praying for your own salvation you have to actually work on earth to bring about uh what god's will is and i don't really so to me like if you're saved that's wonderful i it's not that doesn't affect me what affects me is what's happening in the real world you know on a much larger scale so i don't really care if you are a christian in the information war as long as you are working towards human freedom and the things that i believe christianity stands for then we're on the same side so I don't like bringing, you know, religion into it when it comes to divisive matter. We'll be back in the third hour. Stay with us. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a new toothpaste that my dad, a retired dentist and oral surgeon, developed. Dr. Jones Naturals Tumor Toothpaste that just came into stock. And I got to tell you, I got samples of this months ago, and it is amazing. The way it makes your gums feel, what it does to your mouth is insane. We know turmeric is an antioxidant and anti-inflammatory and does such great things for the body. Then you add that with tea tree oil and a bunch of other essential oils. It is just dynamite. It is so good to detox and attack inflammation in your mouth. I want to challenge everybody to try the new toothpaste at InfoWorkStore.com. Dr. Jones Naturals Turmeric Toothpaste. And while you're at it, check out the new Ashwagandha line of products. We have Ashwagandha with black pepper extract for your libido, your testosterone in pill form. And we have the pure Ashwagandha root gummies as well now available at infowarstore.com they're amazing products and they fund the info war take action now at infowarstore.com 